Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, hello. You get three hellos today. Good morning to each and every one of you. It's Tuesday. I'm in a good mood. Despite being pretty exhausted, I did not sleep as well as I would have wanted to last night, but that is life. Uh, we're going to we're going to do the damn thing. Welcome to Outkick the Morning. I'm Charlie Arnold. I uh, hope all of you are feeling spruce uh, because we have a lot to get into in the show today. And first and foremost, I want to send a very strong message out to the feminists out there because you can't have it both ways. Your breed, unfortunately, and I do not classify myself within the feminist movement, uh, one of the most contradicting types of people out there. I'm sorry, it's just how it goes. Uh, I was gonna make a pun there, I totally missed it. I was gonna say you were one of the most contradicting breeds known to man, but then I didn't want to offend anybody, you know, known to man. I feel like you wouldn't like that much, would ya? <laughs> uh, anyways, we see so many examples of the contradictions these days when it comes to the feminist movement. And I'm gonna lay them out for you. Because they're all over the place. All it takes is a simple Google search going on to TikTok, Instagram, X, to find the various contradictions that the feminists like to make. This one really, really gets me. There's a girl who refuses, well, a woman, there's a woman, who refuses to let her father walk her down the aisle because, God forbid, you uphold tradition. You can't have that. You can't, you can't be assumed as property to be given away, but... This same woman still expects her father to foot the bill of her costly wedding. Watch this video. My dad just decided he's not gonna pay for my wedding anymore. And why should he? So let me tell you what happened. My parents raised me to be an independent thinker. Oh boy, here we go. It's the year 2023. Women are not property anymore, which is why I decided I will be walking myself down the aisle. My parents do not own me, and I'm not some property to be given away. Lady, you chose your husband, so that point is null and void here. My dad keeps going back to the point of, we've never treated you as property, why would you say that? That's actually a very good point. If you are vegan nuggets, why would you say you are chicken nuggets? Because the other day he came back to me and said, well, if you want to be independent, then you can pay for it yourself. This father makes so much sense. I am beginning to think I am her father because I always make sense. Which to me still feels like if you're not gonna do your wedding the way I want, then I'm not gonna pay for it. And that just doesn't feel right to me. Well, if it doesn't feel right to you, tell your feelings to pay for the wedding. Do we agree that my dad's being a complete right now? No, are you Delulu? We start with your father. Really hoping he comes around because there's no way I can afford this wedding if he doesn't help me with it. Beggars trying to be choosers. This wall is upside down. It's too late. Uh, okay, obviously, uh, this girl is out of her mind. Uh, <laughs> like, how are you going to not allow your father to walk you down the aisle? I don't care if you were raised as an independent thinker. I don't care what you were raised as. This is your father. He raised you. 
it's tradition to let the dad walk the woman down the aisle, his daughter, and give her away. I mean, what is the problem here? Um, especially all that he's done for you. That is what you should want. And I highly doubt in your skewed, screwed up mind, uh, thinking of yourself as property, that that's actually how it is. Nobody in your family considers you as property. So just let him walk you down the aisle. And then guess what? There's no problem here. He's probably going to pay for your wedding, even though you are clearly a super entitled person who deserves nothing from anybody uh, who's related to you. Um, okay, let's move on here. Another feminist contradiction. How about this woman who continually complains about her dating life, yet she refuses to date anyone who's considered a conservative? Watch this. Do you want to know one of the saddest realizations I recently had? Was that as a liberal woman, it is really hard to find a man who is willing to play the more traditional masculine role in the relationship in today's day and age. Who is not a conservative? A man who wants to pay on the first date, who wants to open your door, who has that want and desire to take care of you and to provide. Who is not a conservative? And obviously as a liberal woman, I do want to be respected for my independence. And I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship and not be confined or conform to the traditional female homemaker, childbearing role. And most of the men that I've dated who do have that more natural provider masculinity about them are normally conservative. So I don't really know what to do because I don't want to compromise my morals and values just to find a man. But am I asking to have my cake and eat it too? You can't have your cake and eat it too. That's the problem here. And I am just, I'm just floored by like this whole misconception that being conservative, like especially by this younger generation, I mean, I will say the older you get, there's already been studies done, the more conservative you get. So obviously this is targeted towards a younger audience, what I'm saying. How these younger girls are just under the assumption that because a man is conservative, it's a bad thing. Like, I don't understand it. Uh, it's actually a great thing. Those are the most traditional types of men. Those are the strongest types of men. Those men uphold the types of values that I'm sure this woman's father, listen, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm completely wrong. Maybe she doesn't even have a father and that's why she's so screwed up. I have no idea. Uh, but maybe grandfather would have upheld. I mean, my grandfather, no joke, greatest man in the entire world. He's no longer with us. But, I mean, that is literally the type of guy that I would want as my husband. And what was he? He was conservative, as were probably most men, you know, in times before. Uh, that's the problem, though, with dating in this era is people are just so stuck on, oh, I have to, you know, be this independent woman and I can't have this guy who wants to take care of me. This is very similar to the video we just saw, except now it comes to the man that the woman wants to date rather than, you know, this woman's father. It's all the same thing. We're talking about the same thing here. Women just need to get it together. Conservative men are the best men and nothing will change my mind on that. And finally, probably the biggest contradiction when it comes to the feminist movement that we keep seeing time and time again. We can scream it from the mountaintops and these feminists would not hear us. You cannot be pro-woman and advocate for biological men to steal roster spots from women. Okay, so 
We didn't have any sound there, but you don't need any sound to see that that is a straight up man dominating in what is a woman's race. No one even around him. It's just straight to the finish line, first place, victory is his, and no one can do anything about it. Because that's what we get when you allow biological men to enter into women's sports. So if you are a feminist and you want women to have opportunities, you want them to have success, that's the whole reason, don't forget, the feminist movement was created in the first place, then you cannot advocate for biological men to be able to compete against women. It does not make sense. The science does not make sense. I can't make it make sense, so I'm gonna bring in someone who can maybe help me make any of this make sense. Uh, this person is not a feminist because they're not a woman at all. Thank God. At least I hope not. Um, but it's Mike Gunzelman, and he's an OutKick contributor. <laughs> What's going are, the on? The things I'm saying are correct, right? <laughs> Yo, that also, first off, what's up? Happy Tuesday, everybody. Let's go on a Tuesday. Uh, what's up? Listen, Charlie, I did not hear that first story about, I, I never saw that video before. I That is absurd. The wedding one, I DJ a ton yeah. of weddings, all right? I, I literally DJ a ton of weddings. I've done like, even like Cat Tiff is from, uh, Cat Tim's from uh, Foxes. I've done all sorts of weddings. The You did Cat Tim's wedding? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's my it's my homie. Wait. It's my, yeah, well, yeah, she's awesome. Wait, yeah. I, I we gotta we'll get into that in a second. Yes, keep 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 yeah. uh, commenting on this. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I've, story. Done a, I've done a ton of weddings, whether it's like somebody like Kat or just like you know one of my friends or whoever it might be or somebody I don't even know. I have never heard something like that before. I've never even like no one has even uh, that that thought has not come across that you are so the your father's property and he's handing you over. Uh, like that should not exist whatsoever anymore. And I don't think it does exist, but also I do love this. I love how there she's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be independent, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's not going to walk me down. Well, good for that father for being like, all right, here's the bill, do it yourself. And then they get all outraged. Like you can't have it both ways. If anything, you should be thanking your father for making you such an independent person and all this, you know, be like, this is like, I'm sure he grew up and, and became a father thinking that he was going to eventually walk his daughter down the aisle. And then for you to do that to him, props to him. And can we stop also these stupid videos where everyone's doing their makeup and they're talking to us, just like powdering away. And they're Get ready to with me. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> this is crazy to me. Crazy. I want to find that father and give him a high five. Because like, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. It's ridiculous. You ridiculous. you are. It, it is. So, I cannot. I just can't even imagine. I'm, I'm trying to think to myself. The situation in which I tell my dad, you're not allowed to walk me down the aisle because I'm not your property and you will not be giving me away. But. That being said, I expect you to pay for every last detail of this wedding. I'm just like, imagining the look on my dad's face. Like, I just. Absurd. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm getting like a weird, like anxiety building up in me when just thinking yeah. about like the look that I would get. And he, I mean, listen, no chance he would pay for the wedding if I said some stuff like that to him. No way. I, this He's poor probably, dad, though, I mean, think about yeah. how, how bad he probably feels. You know, when he has devoted his whole life to giving this, I mean, entitled brat, clearly, yeah. like everything that she has, and that's how she repays him. I don't know. This is just, He's probably, it's very, very sad. But 
he's probably paying for her cell phone bill. He's probably paying her cell phone bill that she's doing this video on. And also, can we just say, God help the person that is marrying her? Because uh, if I saw, if, if I, I was, was going to say that, if I engaged to somebody like that, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not even, I'm not even giving them the courtesy of being like, yo, it's not going to work out. I'm just, I'm changing my number and I'm out. Screw that. Yeah, that, is I a, literally, that. That is a red flag right there. Run, run as far as you can. Let's it is go. a walking red flag. No, I literally was just about to say that. I'm like, I want to know who her husband is or partner or whatever. I don't know who she's marrying. But let's just say if it is if it is a man that she's marrying, to not say to her, hey, listen, like, this is your dad. Like, let him walk you down the aisle. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, get this stupid thought out of your head. First of all, if he's not saying that to her, then he's lame. Um, and then especially if he supports her. Like, there's one thing if he, he doesn't agree with her, but then just doesn't say anything, lame. But there's another if he agrees with her, then honestly, I hope these two never have kids because we do not need this being perpetuated in the world. We do not need that. It is the last thing we need. Um, okay. Let's move on to another topic, guns. Actually, before we move on, I just, how did you become a wedding DJ? Well, I've been DJing. I've been doing like music stuff throughout my whole life. And then uh, I'm a big hype guy, if you didn't know. I bring energy everywhere I go. I'm a big music guy. So kind of- I haven't noticed. <laughs> no matter what hour of the day is, you bring guns on, I'm ready to roll. I'm all about life. Let's go. Um, and then I mix, you know, my personality with <laughs> music, big music life. guy, guitarist, toured back in the day. I used to take my summer breaks and tour across the country and tour buses, all sorts of greatness. A lot of backstory here with the guns. Let's go. Um, and then I kind of mix it together and I <laughs> DJ weddings and I'm awesome at it. I'm awesome at it because let me tell you this, Charlie, we've all been at house parties and the viewers can relate to this. We've all been at parties or whatnot. And somebody grabs the, the ox quarters like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to run the blue. Yep. And it can go, it can become a disaster immediately. Sideways. It, yeah. It can yep. go, it can become horrible. It takes a skill to be able to read the room. It's not about you. It's about everybody else. It's about bringing the vibe. It's a compromise. Something that that person wasn't able to do with her father, their compromise for her wedding. It's all about the compromise when it comes to it. And music matters. Let's go. It can, it can make, it can ruin. It can make music matters your day. Let's go. <laughs> it, it, this is so true. I actually have been to some weddings where I'm like, this is, I mean, some, the music can kill the vibe. Um, it also can turn what normally would be a pretty like dull wedding into just a complete rager, right? All you need it, some it, good music, couple people who are willing to to get themselves get out on, on the, the dance, dance floor, floor. Gotta not care. Got to bring them on. Yeah, totally. Okay, so what do you think about the people? Because I've been watching a lot of um, videos on TikTok, and I, I don't know why I said I watch video. I don't ever watch videos on TikTok. I only watch <laughs> videos on Instagram. I'm that old. I'm I'm Instagram real. Like, I watch the videos that were cool on TikTok on Instagram, like, a few weeks later. But I watch the videos of people who are, quote, DJs, and, like, you can see them, like, you know, reaching, doing, like, the, they're trying to do the dials, but they're not doing anything. And then, like, oh, yeah. the beat will drop, and they haven't done anything. So I'm like, wait a second, like, is this, yeah. is this fake? <laughs> Yeah. No, a lot of times it's, it's not even plugged in. They have pre pre-programmed tracks. It's, it's actually, oh uh, it's, it's you're joking. Right. Could you imagine paying? like, I actually spin. I do the whole thing. So I, I'm legit. You're good with me. 
But no, for real, it's pre-programmed. And uh, even like if you go to like out to, out to bars or clubs or whatnot, a lot of the times it is they just plug in like a US, uh, you know, uh, like a port, a USB stick, and it's all pre-programmed. And so it, <laughs> and it's wild. Could you could you imagine getting a, a wedding DJ and all of a sudden like they're in the bathroom and like like things are being scratched and stuff? It's like, dude, you weren't even there. It's like it's wild dropping all that money. So uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, it's definitely uh it's definitely a real thing out there. It's sad to see, but uh it's uh you, you know, you get what you, I, I actually not I mean you get what you pay for because I'm sure they charge pretty good money. But uh listen, all I can say is DJ over live band. And the difference is, and I'm all about live music for sure. Ooh, but the DJ, the ooh, DJ can, I don't know, I don't know if I, I can get, get I get requests for anything and everything like i've done like old italian weddings where somebody's like oh yeah my grandparents are here from like uh, italy and stuff and they'll come up and be like we need this song yeah if you're a live band you ain't playing that you have to satisfy every mood that's why you get a dj boom no but uh, okay <laughs> the debate live band versus dj i that is one that i, I will have to really i will have to really give a, a think about because i do love a live band I do love a live band. I also yeah. love a good DJ. Yeah. So listen, I, I think it probably depends on the band, on the DJ. Both can go sideways, as we've already mentioned. Um, last question here. Okay. What are your thoughts on the wedding singer? Uh, <laughs> classic. Classic. Uh, classic movie, it right? Is, it is. It's almost. It's almost very underrated. I don't think it gets nearly as. It is much highly underrated. Love. Yes. I don't think it nearly gets as much. Wait, love. I think I was just telling. I think, I think I was just telling my producer Katie about the wedding singer, wasn't I? I literally just mentioned the wedding singer to her last week. I was like, "You need to watch the wedding singer," and she's like, "What's that?" Because she's like young twenty years, twenty something year old yeah. girl. They don't, they don't know the old Adam Sandler movies of my day good. and age. Um, Adam Sandler was good. <laughs> I, it was such a good movie. So anyone out there, if you are looking for like a cozy winter evening, because right, you know, it's kind of a, a dead zone like this Tuesday. Like we're in the middle of playoffs. Like it's, you know, this is a, a nice night to cozy up. Good movie. Wedding singer. Everybody, please watch it. And uh, we'll debate later. Um, but sports. Let's let's get a little bit into sports because this past yeah. weekend we were it was jam packed. We yes. had playoffs. We had UFC 297. Yeah, uh, obviously. Uh, Really exciting main event fight there. Were you, you watched? Of course, watched it live. Yeah. It was, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I bet on it as well. Uh, I, I'm not. Oh, did you? Did your bet come through for you? No, it didn't. I, you know, I. Oh I damn! Thought, Strickland talked so much that I thought. I mean, it was a battle, though. I just felt like he, he should have gave more. I thought he should have gave more early. I mean, it was split decision no matter what, but like yeah. I thought because he talks so much, you gotta come out so he would come out guns go. blazing. You gotta ball with that. Come on now. Um, but still, he did take the fight more on short notice. I don't think it really hurts as much. Like, I don't think it truly hurts him. We've seen other fighters in the past that talk, 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 talk. And then when they lose, it's like, all right, dude, go home. Um, I think he'll still be fine. It is, you know, Sean Strickland, people are going to love him because of his mouth and more. And he also, it was a battle. It's not like he got knocked out first round, but I thought like he was trying to, the thing was, 
it's he's was in so he's used to going longer in fights and the opponent wasn't as he made the fourth round so i think he was not going thinking he was going to gas his opponent and guess what the opponent wasn't gassed Mm -hmm. it wasn't it weren't against him you gotta turn around and you gotta roll with it man it's one-on-one you gotta go it's for the belt come on so anyway that was it's for for the belt it was, it was upsetting, and I actually wanted to see Strickland win myself, so uh, disappointing for both of us. Uh, but you just mentioned it. One thing we love about Strickland, he's got a mouth. He does not give a single F what anybody thinks. Uh, and there's another guy by the name of Conor McGregor. Same vibe. Doesn't care what anybody thinks. And we have been waiting patiently for McGregor to make his comeback. We have heard it's going to be this year, and he made an announcement of his own when it would be recently, and all of us got excited, but let's take a look at what he said. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, a happy new year to you all. I'd like to announce the return day for myself, the notorious Conor McGregor, for the greatest comeback of all time will take place in Las Vegas for International Fight Week on June the 29th. Come a little closer. And the opponent, Michael Chandler. And the weight, Mr. Chandler, 185 pounds. <laughs> okay, first of all, that... that- Villain laugh at the end is epic. Love it. Um, But okay, you heard what he said. International Fight Week, June 29th, Michael Chandler, 185 pounds. We were like, what? 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 Oh my gosh. I mean, crazy, right? And then then it wasn't so long after that Dana White was like, no, that's actually not happening. Uh, When Conor is ready to fight, you know, we'll announcement that's what we'll do because that's what we always do. UFC announces the fights, not the fighters. Okay, so here, do you think, do you think there was any talk of this actually being the case and maybe Connor jumped the gun and Dana White didn't like that, so he put the kibosh on it? Or is this just something completely made up, not reality whatsoever, that Connor McGregor just was trying to get a rise out of people and put on social media? Uh, you know, it's, it's a very good question, and, and I'll answer it. So there's a couple of ways. That, for, first off, it was New Year's Eve, and looking back, why did we ever believe <laughs> Conor McGregor on New Year's Eve? <laughs> I feel like an idiot believing him, but uh, but we were we were right to do so though because you know he has had discussions, and and we do know he is going to come back, and that it was such a build up in him and Michael Chandler going back and forth across social media, and then and all this like, and and, and we know he he has been ready and he's been training and more like that, so. Rightfully so, we believed Connor that he would fight in June. Um, I think I, I don't know what's happening with Dana right now because I think I think Dana is is angry because he's like, ho ho ho, Connor, I'm the big guy, I'm the man, I'm Dana White, I'm the one. You think you run the ship? No, 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 I run the ship. Especially since you know the last time Connor uh, ended up winning was five days ago, actually four years ago against uh, Cerrone, so against Cowboys. So, uh, you know, it's like uh, Dana maybe putting him in his place. All I know is I am a huge Conor McGregor fan, saw the Eddie Alvarez fight at MSG, first time it was ever sanctioned UFC in uh, New York City. It was wild, unbelievable. People were jumping up on cars. It was crazy. I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan. I need him to fight. 
I need him to fight because I can't take this anymore. Um, but it is a little frustrating because now he's been five months clean getting tested. Okay. So it can't be, you saw it as not even part of it anymore. For those that don't know, you saw it as like the drug, yeah. uh, the doping, uh, you know, the agency that tests everybody, the fighters five months. He has, you know, he's been clean now. So it's like, what are we holding up for? I don't fully know the answer. It's frustrating though. I need Conor McGregor to fight because it's been so long that he's just, you chirp, 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 chirp. Eventually, it's just like, dude, go Yeah, away. at some it, point, it right. Well, and also, I mean, the, but the thing about Connor, like, the lucky thing about Connor is I, I truly don't think that he will ever really go away. Like, I think no matter what he says at any point in time, people will still, like, latch onto it. And also, the man is making so much money that it really doesn't matter. It's like... I know you want to come back. I know you have a legacy to uphold. I know you want to prove to yourself that you've still got it. He's only had one win within the last seven years. I mean, that's a pretty awful track record at this point. Like, most people, if they had one win in seven years, we would be like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. Like, why are we still paying attention to this idiot? But, no, Conor McGregor, he still holds our attention. Uh, he's still an exciting guy. So, I mean— Whenever it ultimately ends up happening, they have said it's for sure going to. I don't know. Maybe it's Dana just being like, no, I'm going to be the one who announced it. He's kind of like, you know, kind of doing like a rub-a-dope or whatnot. I don't like. Well, I think it, I think it's dependent on it's, it's two sides and he has to be ready. Like there has to be a good time for him. It also has to be the right opponent and the right time for his opponent because they want to make sure they get this right. This is going to be a huge moneymaker. So they don't want to blow it on like, you know, like something that they booked too soon and then maybe it doesn't, the fighters aren't prepared or maybe they didn't drum up the right amount of excitement or maybe in their mind they already have something for down the road that they really just want to like execute properly. I'm not sure, but remember it was supposed to be April. That was the original yeah. date Connor was going to come back. It was definitely April. And then he said International Fight Week and now they're saying, no, it's not International Fight Week and they've already booked out I mean, several months. They're already, they already booked out 300, um, which is yeah, in what, had, yeah. March? Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, it was so, I mean, I, in a International Vegas, Fight Week. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's yeah, all, so I don't. Booked. A lot of things. It'll be interesting right. to see when it is, but at some point this year, I guess. I mean, I, it's definitely going to be in Vegas, so I have to imagine, right? But wait, but how about this? So definitely Connor, in Vegas. Connor's actually, he's got it. So here's the thing. Everyone's wondering why he was so jacked up. Uh, you know, maybe he was on something. I don't know. He looked pretty jacked, though. To each their own, though. I don't know. I mean, know. he looks totally but different. Let's be honest. His looks face totally looks different so now. different than it used yeah. to. Yes, yeah. But like a year ago. He looks ago, great, he looked, but he looks different. He was, he was very puffy about a year ago. And then we find out, because he just announced it, he, uh, he's got a movie coming out with Jake uh, Gyllenhaal coming out. Uh, where he plays an ex UFC fighter turned bouncer, and it's coming out. So now he's getting uh, into the Holly. He's getting to the Hollywood, uh, Hollywood world. So if we don't get him fighting now, he's gonna be gone. So I need him fighting sooner than later because now that he's got to move yeah. to Jake. Like you know, and also that that's a good pretty point. Interesting because I don't think anybody put that together because he didn't announce until a couple of days ago that he had filmed it and it's coming out. He was probably. Yeah. For film, he was probably yoked up, yoked up, maybe. Yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. That's a good point. Um, okay, next story. Um, you probably heard about this. This sounds like a terrible situation to find yourself in. A really crappy one. No pun intended. Actually, complete pun intended because a guy was stuck in the bathroom for the entire duration of his flight. Uh, the airline was SpiceJet. I have never flown SpiceJet in my life, never heard of SpiceJet. Now that I've heard never about will. it and heard about this incident, I will never, never probably will. fly SpiceJet 
in my life. Uh, but anyways, he was trapped inside the bathroom. It was only like an hour and some change flight. Don't so give me that. Only. Listen, it wasn't like a long haul across the ocean. But um, he got out. He was 37 years old. <laughs> And um, they just couldn't get the door open. And they slipped him a note under the door, the flight attendant. And they were saying, sir, we tried our best to open the door. However, it could not open. Do not panic. We are landing in a few minutes. Uh, and oh, oh, sit on the commode. Oh, yeah, sit on the commode. Secure yourself as soon as the door opens. An engineer will come. Do not panic. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, though, like, what could go wrong, right? Like, bumpy landing, stuck in a bathroom on an airplane i mean it's a pretty like just disgusting thought what would you do if you were stuck in a bathroom on a flight for the entire time i mean would you try to dj from in there i i would just start screaming lyrics so loud i i would just <laughs> you know what that's such a good i would just start screaming the most annoying song in the world so that somebody some passenger would come up and just bulldoze the door down um i did cover so oh my I, God. I cover this I, I i cover this over at outkick.com you can always for the viewers out there make sure to check out all my articles and more of course on outkick and uh i, I this is this is something out of a, a straight up nightmare and what's also wild about i mean he you, you were like oh he was only in there for a short time it was 90 freaking minutes we've all been in those in yeah those, it's in a those, while it, first of all they stink they stink those bathrooms even the the cleansing stuff that they quote unquote use stinks there's no room you're trying to stand up you hit your head and then all of a sudden like you're just there could you imagine talk about things that are that is straight up nightmare fuel right there? And then for them to be like, uh, yeah, sir, uh, you know, we tried, but uh, good luck. Just uh, you know, uh, you know, bend down, kiss your butt, and uh, pray for the best. Like, what, what is that? I yeah. they won't even they won't even let us take off if I have like my my legs crossed because they're so freaking out. And then they're like, oh yeah, dude, like yeah, you you just stay in the bathroom. It's we'll fine. Let you. And then the worst part or the wildest well, part about this is he only got he only got a $60 voucher. <laughs> $60 for being stuck. Uh all I wrote in the article, I cannot wait for him to start getting his own private jet for how much he's gonna sue SpiceJet. We might never hear about SpiceJet again because they're gonna get the crap suit out of them. $60 oh my god. Voucher. That is funny. $60 voucher. Yeah, he's suing. Oh my yeah, you damn right he is. Yeah, yeah, he's suing, he's suing, uh, saying he was traumatized, dazed, and injured as he was thrown around inside the toilet, uh, and he was offered no medical assistance upon landing, only offered a bottle of water, and like you just mentioned, the $60 voucher. So, um, so, so we'll see I, what's going right, to happen so with I, this guy. If I sang, if I sang to just like, to, to, to like stuck there, what would you do? What would Charlie do if she was locked in a bathroom for 90 minutes on an airplane? I think, would you start kicking it down? What, what would you do? Start meditating? Like, what would you do? Well, I actually thought I was stuck in a bathroom not so long ago. Like there was some, the door was weird. Like, it, it, I don't know, maybe I was doing something wrong, but every time I would go in, <laughs> into this bathroom, I would get stuck. And it was like the, it was the bathroom midway through the plane where there was a, a, a row of seats right across from it. Right. So I was like clearly wrestling with the door and making noise and like trying to get out. And like, at one point I started like really sweating. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I'm stuck in here. And I'm going to have to call for help, which like in my mind, I was like, this is going to be so embarrassing. I don't even know how I'm going to live this down. I finally got out. And the guy who was sitting right there in the seat was giving me this look like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I'm not sure what's wrong with me. I don't know what I would have done. I might just sit there 
No, I really think I would just sweat it out because I'd be too embarrassed to be like, help, like, I'm stuck in the bathroom. Oh um, wow. But I actually one time did purposely lock myself into a bathroom um, for like two hours on a uh, on a European train. That is a story for another day. I was a complete stowaway. I just didn't want to pay the fee um, because I thought oh. they were going to like make me get out you in the middle rebel. of Germany. I didn't even have, you it's not rebel. that I didn't want to pay the fee. I didn't have money. I was a stowaway. Um, we'll get into that story on another day, could've, though. Could have been worse. Because um, I want to get into this last one with you. You could have tried flying out of Russia with weed and uh, be Brittany Griner. So at least that didn't happen to you. At least you hid in the back. I think she flew into Russia with weed. Wasn't it flying in? Wasn't she flying I, in or was she flying out? Uh, you know what? Whatever uh, she was whatever doing, she, she, she was, was wrong. Idiot. She was clearly committing a crime and she should not have been let go for the merchant of death. I stand by that. Um, okay. Topic three. <laughs> Why did I just read off of my paper? Topic three guns. Welcome to class. To um, okay, one. so there's a guy. There's a guy who got a tattoo. He really wanted Angelina Jolie tattooed on his arm because, you know, what guy doesn't want Angelina Jolie tattooed on their arm? Um, but he didn't quite get what he asked for or paid for. Watch this video. This is hilarious. I mean, okay. So for the off chance, there's someone out there who is not watching. They're just listening. He asked for a picture of Angelina Jolie, two guns, like in each a gown in each hand, like crossed again. What, what movie was that? What was her character? Do you know? It's like, uh, was it two, was she in Tomb Raider or something? It was, I, it was something. Tomb Raider. I, I yes. Tomb Raider. Yeah, That's Tomb Raider, it. Tomb Raider. Tomb, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie. She looks incredible, stunning, you know, crossing her arms, gun in each hand. They reveal the tattoo and it looks like, I mean, not Angelina Jolie. It looks like no. some horribly drawn, like some elementary school kid was doing their best to draw Angelina Jolie and it is just botched and it takes up his whole arm. Yeah. The lips, the lips. What is would you, that is, that is permanent. Yeah. What would you do? This is like another, what, what if you asked for this tattoo, you wanted to look like a badass and it was revealed and it was just horrible. Not what you asked for. Clearly, the tattoo artist is not a real artist. No. What's your reaction no. here? I, uh, he, when you watch the video, he kind of, uh, he doesn't really say anything at first, but then he kind of starts smiling. And then it's just like, bro, I would have, I would not have hesitated. I've been like, what the, like, I would, I would have lost my mind. Freaked out. I would have lost. I would have freaked out. Mind. I would have, I would have, I don't even, I don't know if I would cry, if I would yell, if I would. You know, no, absolutely. That's one reason, though. I will say I will never get a tattoo. I have no tattoo. Do you have any tattoos? No, but but we, we're supposed to do a bet about a. Uh, uh, I both of us don't <gasps> have. We have to do like a henna tattoo bet, which we also have to come. Maybe we'll do it for. The oh Super wait, wait. Bowl. What was we our bet something. again, though? I forget. What was our bet? Uh, I don't know, but I won. So I think you have to get the tattoo. So wait, you, you didn't win. You didn't win anything. <laughs> Whatever it was, we will go I back won, and we will. And you have to get the tattoo. Roll the tape. 
Pull up the video. Let's go to the videotape in Warner Wolf. We're, we're going to pull up the video and <laughs> confirm who won the bet because I actually can't remember what we even bet on, but we do. One of us has to get a tattoo, temporary, of course. But again, this video, a reason, a testament to why I will never get. Yeah. No, I can't imagine. I would be, I would be livid, and I would never show my arm off again. I would immediately get laser tattoo removal, and it would be utterly painful. But I would go through it and. I mean, my mother would just look at me and say, I told you so. And I would say, you're right. I'm never going to do anything that you tell me not to do again. I have some uh, some friends that have like, uh, you know, like uh, Chinese symbols or Japanese symbols that like that are supposed to be words. And they mean different things. Yeah. And uh, they've gotten them multiple friends. And it's not what they said that it was. <laughs> I've seen this. So that is definitely. I've a real seen thing. this. They literally have something that's not. Uh, we've all seen that meme out there that says "no regrets," but it's spelled no r e g r e a t s. So they sp- imagine getting a word yes. and they spell it wrong. That's a disaster across but their I, chest. Yeah, I do have a personal story on this. When I was younger, I uh, used to before I had these luscious locks and great hair, which is I'm very proud of. Um, I used to do like not really a buzz cut, but you know, like I was younger and would shave my head, like whatever, you know, a little buzz, whatever. I got it done, and the 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 woman kind of like she didn't really even slip, but she and took off my eyebrow, and she's like, "Oh, whoops!" And she kept going, and I'm like, and she goes, "Oh, just just." I was like, I was like, I was like, "Lady, like it's gone, like it's gone, like." And she was like, "Oh, just get like a what's a, a colored pencil and just start and just draw it in." Like, <laughs> oh my God. like, you come over every morning and draw a freaking. Eyebrow on me, like what? colored pants. Oh my, yeah. So I mean, that's the closest thing. To it. I was like, my eyebrow is gone. You psychopath. So anyway, she did not get five stars. Oh my god, that's that is actually a great yes. story. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is that is hilarious, and I love that you call it a colored pencil. Okay. Anyways, I have to let you go, know. guns, because we're out of time. Yeah, it's about that time. You're amazing. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for sharing that story. I need an equally as hilarious story next time you're on. That's great. Okay, see you soon. Outkick the morning will be right back after a short break. Stay tuned. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Uh, Okay, in our final story, uh, I don't know if you all were aware of the uh, clip that's been taken social media by storm, but there was a 
clip uh, that took place on mainstream media, Joy Reid was defending a book that is now in public schools that discusses these words. I feel filthy having them come out of my mouth at this time in the morning. Uh, rape, incest, and dildos. And there was a guest on set with her who is in charge of like, you know, uh, some type of uh, committee to represent mothers and people that actually have brains in society who is saying that this is not right. Joy Reid would not back down, completely defending this book. Uh, and it got to be a little bit contentious on set. Uh, I'm gonna let you take a look and then I'll react. The question I'm asking is, what is the expertise that you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning book, like All Boys Aren't Blue, isn't oh. appropriate for students to read? What, what is a, your expertise? What a tragic story of a young man who's anally raped by his adult family member. So mm -hmm. you have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm gonna answer Please for do. you. Um, in what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just let, mm -hmm. I mean, that's my question mm -hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo or the rape of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, no, no. You, no wait, We're hold talking on. about no, no, public no. school. One, one moment. All right. So now you've asked me questions. Sure. Well, I'm going to answer it. Okay. Well, who is the main character? What's the name of the main character in All Boys Are Blue? You're asking me right now. You just gave me very specific information about this book, so you're presenting yourself as somebody expert. It's the gentleman. To, um, hold on. The main, to, who's the main character in the, the book? The main character is the author. Who's the, what's his name? George, I believe, is his first because name. Because you're giving me very specific information that is You're asking me to remember the name of an author. You the just remembered very specific joy. Things. Here's my We're question. We're talking about Here's my question. You didn't answer my no, question. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to answer Great. your question. I would love to hear that. Absolutely. Well, I, you, I'm interviewing you, and you're not interviewing me. So let's just make sure it's a conversation, okay? Okay, great. So what I'm saying to you is that as you are not an expert, in this book... I don't or, have to hold be an expert no, 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 to know that aren't appropriate for public school. Okay, Joy Reid is such a piece of trash, I can't even. Uh, she is disgusting. Uh, the fact that she, first of all, who also gave this book an award? Who made this an award-winning book? Uh, this is horrible. And I think that Joy Reid and MSNBC should be utterly ashamed of their behavior in allowing this type of behavior to continually happen. Uh, because this is a book, I think, it's quite obvious that should not be presented to students and young children. It's completely inappropriate. The subject matter, completely inappropriate. The subject matter for me as an adult woman, I find to be inappropriate. I wouldn't even want to read a book about this. This is disgusting. Uh, and I think that the woman who was there representing this mother's group had every right to push back. And I think that Joy Reid, listen, I know you're representing a very liberal mainstream media outlet, but it, it doesn't matter. At some point, you gotta have like a little bit of like morals within you to be like, I, I'm sorry, I cannot defend this book. Uh, but she did, and that's MSNBC for you. And um, this is the world we live in. So I don't really know what else to say about it, but I think we should all boycott MSNBC uh, based on this alone. Although there are plenty of other examples. Um, okay, everybody, that's all the time we have. We actually went over the time we had, but it's Tuesday. What are we going to do Wednesday? I don't know. You're going to have to watch and find out. Until then, follow me on social media at Charlie on TV. Everyone have a fantastic day. Do not forget to watch The Wedding Singer. I expect you tonight to watch The Wedding Singer. So do that, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs>